Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Worth More podcast. I am your host, Cami Bleese, and I am so excited for you to be here today. If you are new to this podcast, then welcome. I'm thankful that you're here listening. I hope you enjoy this episode. Feel free to scroll back through and see if any other episodes, of course, stand out to you and empower and encourage you. I want to know what you think of these. And if you've been listening from the beginning or just recently, thank you. Thank you so much for consistently showing up for me as well. It really does mean the world to me and it inspires me and encourages me to continue to show up each and every time for you. So thank you, thank you. And without further ado, basically what's this episode? We are gonna talk about balance. And I think this is really important because I do get asked, like, how do you have balance? How do you find balance in your life when it's busy or hectic or you have your goals or work is crazy? So I think this is a really important discussion and topic, which is why I'm really excited to discuss it or talk about it with you today. I don't know why I keep wanting to do different adjectives for the same thing, but that's just going to be the day that it is. So buckle up, I guess. But yeah, so how do we get balanced? How do we create a balanced life? That's what episode 25 is all about. But before we get started sharing how I am feeling more worthy today, and that kind of came out through an Instagram post that I shared. I don't know what day it'll be for you. It's me sitting in front of my mirror in workout clothes. So I kind of showed off my body a little bit, but in a different way that I have in the past. And what I pointed out was essentially that all of us can post beautiful, pretty, you know, curated images of our life. And that can be really fun. But that doesn't mean that we don't have wrinkles, dimples, insecurities, and things we're struggling with too. And I think that that's a really important reminder because maybe Instagram is kind of a hard issue for you just like it can be for me and I can get stuck in a comparison trap really easily. And I wanted to use that picture to one, empower myself to realize that, okay, hundreds of people might see this photo or thousands of people might see this photo and that's okay that they see my roles. That's okay that they see that my body doesn't look the way that it does when I'm posing in my bikini on the beach. It's still me and I'm still worthy. And I was nervous to share this photo. It was definitely something I was a little, as much as I preach and praise body confidence, of course I still have moments of doubt and fear and insecurity. But luckily I pushed through. I think a lot of you women were also encouraged by it and that just warms my heart so much. But it also really reminded me that this body is a good body and I say good very relatively. It's just a body and I am so thankful for her. I'm so thankful for how she shows up for me, that she allowed me to run today, that she allowed me to have a good cry, that she allows me to sleep and eat and move. She is a good body. And I hope that slowly someday you can start feeling that way towards your body as well. And also through that, finding a balanced life that fits your schedule, that fits your season, and ultimately the life that you want to create for yourself. So let's go ahead and jump right in. Okay, so... 
We're talking about balance. We're talking about how do you have a balanced life? Because at the end of the day, we are all just trying to fit a whole bunch of stuff in, right? We're trying to work out. We're trying to eat well, but we're also trying to eat stuff we like. We're trying to take care of our family or our kids. We're trying to hang out with our friends, get a lot of sleep, go to work, hang out with our social groups, volunteer, blah, blah, blah. The list goes on and on and on. And in the midst of all this chaos, we're like, I need to be balanced and I need to have the perfect ratio of everything to each other. How do I achieve this? I'm almost afraid to say this so soon because I don't want you to be like, peace, I'm out from this episode. But y'all, there is no such thing as balance. And I'm going to say it in the way that we're all trying to chase it and perceive it. Now, what there is, is being grounded. And through that grounding, you will feel more balanced. You will feel more centered and you will feel more calm in the midst of chaos. But you trying to constantly make sure that everything has its perfect piece of your perfect day is going to drive you nuts. And I think I read that in a book by Rachel Hollis, or I listened to it on her podcast, but I loved the distinction between balanced and grounded. Because grounded means you are rooted in what you know is important, and you are focused on those things. But as you understand, seasons will change and life will change. But if you are constantly grounded in the things that you value, then you will not be so stressed or affected by those things. So I thought that kind of just that little switch of how you thought of that word or how you perceived what you were seeking was actually really powerful and how you approached the steps that I'm going to share with you now. So obviously, how do we feel more grounded? How do we feel more connected? Well, you've got to start with connecting with yourself. This is like the first step to everything I say, because I think that we don't value it as much as we should. There is so much content out there, like mine right now, of people telling you what they think you should be doing. But only you ultimately know what is right for you. Only you know what your values are, what your likes are and your dislikes and what you have time for, what you have money for, what you like doing, what you hate doing, what you, all the things, the time for it, whatever it is. Only you know that. So I can tell you, this is what balance looks like for me. This is what me feeling grounded looks like. And you might be like, that looks like it sucks. And that's okay because it's not your life. But if you don't know what's actually important to you, then you're going to be chasing other people's version of grounded and balanced. And you're never going to feel fully settled. You're never going to feel fully at peace with the life you've created because essentially what you've done is try to copy and paste someone else's. And that creates a huge disconnect between the life that we're living and the life we actually want to be living. Because we do each have our own path. We do each have our own fully unique creation system, all of that stuff, which was what makes us so beautiful. But through that, we also have to know that that means what's right for someone else will not always be what's right for us. So you have to get centered and connected with yourself first. How do you do that? Journal, spend some time outside, 
Think about the things that you love. I'm already kind of moving into step two, but you need to spend time with yourself. Get comfortable thinking about what you like and dislike. Get comfortable being quiet for a minute. Get comfortable taking stock of the things that you're doing and asking yourself, am I doing this because I'm obligated? I have to do it. I want to do it. Or I'm just going through the motions of doing it. So getting more centered really is built off of having a conversation with yourself. And that ongoing dialogue will always help you kind of come back and root back to what is most important, even as things change. So now I want to move on to step two, and that's figuring out your priorities. Everyone's going to tell you what they think is the most important thing that you need in your life to be balanced. But ultimately, it doesn't really matter what they say. You have to decide what you're willing to make a priority, what you want to make a priority, and what you can make a priority. So maybe a fun exercise you could try is to sit down with paper and pencil. And I say pencil because I am notorious for needing to erase things and change things and whatever. Pen is my enemy. It infuriates me to scribble something out. So I say pencil. You do you though, boo. But sit down with your writing utensil of choice and paper, light a candle, get some kombucha, wine, sparkling water, whatever floats your boat. And just think like if I could picture my life full of the things that were important to me, what would that look like? What would a balanced life be full of? What would a grounded life, I'm going to use those interchangeably, but you know what I mean, okay? What would a balanced life be full of? So you can start writing down, I want to be working out regularly, but also be even more clear. So not these kind of vague ideas like I just said, I want to be working out more regularly. You can write that, but then also kind of make sure that with each of those broader umbrella points, you have also kind of written an actual measurable tactical thing. So for me, I try and work out three to four days a week. That's enough for me. I feel really good when I'm doing that. My body feels good. My energy feels good. And the nice part is if I get five or six or seven, which I haven't done in a minute, but if I get more than the three or four, then I feel even more accomplished. I'm like, cool. That was kind of exciting that I overachieved on my goal this week, but that isn't the point because the point is as long as I'm working out three to four days a week I'm feeling really good now if I get two in then I know I didn't prioritize and lean into that end of my overall wellness the way that I really want to and I can reevaluate for weeks moving forward so you need to have these measurable things you can't just say I want to eat healthier well what does that really mean to you because let's be real You're going to probably want pizza. You're going to probably want a burger. You're going to probably want wine or ice cream, but you're also going to want salads and you want to want those things because they sound good, not because you're being forced to eat them. So think about if you're eating in a well-rounded way, what would that really look like? Would that mean that Most days for lunch, five days a week for lunch at the office, you're bringing your lunch in and you know that you're going to be 
eating leftovers and because it's going to be leftovers, it's going to be homemade and on the healthier side because you're cooking at home and you like cooking healthier meals at home and you save those kind of just like drool worthy meals for going out to eat. That's kind of how I operate. I love cooking, but I'm not like a cook who makes a whole bunch of just like drool worthy food. No, I leave that to the professionals and I enjoy every freaking bite. But I'm happy and content eating more simple meals at home that are still really good, but they're on the healthier side. So think about, okay, what can I measure here? What can I think about here? Because ultimately you want some sort of guidepost. This isn't a hard and fast rule. This is just to give you an idea of really, if you were operating in your best grounded self, what would that mean to you? And maybe that means that you have a burger every Friday night and then you go to brunch with your babes every Sunday and whatever else you want to add, I don't care. It's your life and that's the beauty of it. But you have to decide what your priorities really are and kind of come to grips with that. And I say that because a lot of people are like, oh, I want to be thin and I want to be the smallest I've ever been and just be wispy. But I also like hate working out and I haven't looked at a vegetable in six months. Why am I not thin? Well, your priorities and your lifestyle aren't lining up with your goals. So what you have to decide is, are your goals actually your priority or are they just goals you have because they're what people tell you you need to do or what you have felt the pressure to do? Do you want to be the next CEO or are you like, no, I kind of want very regular sleep, very minimal stress and to not worry about a whole bunch of what else other people are doing? probably need to reevaluate your goal a little bit. I don't mean to like dumb it down that way, but I really do think that oftentimes the lifestyle that we really want to live is in in opposition to the goals that we're forcing upon ourselves. And when you can actually become more realistic about what you would actually be happy with and what you would feel good with, you can then start truly living. When I stopped obsessing about having to be thin, I could finally enjoy moving my body consistently. I could finally enjoy eating a salad and eating a sandwich in the same day or the same week because I wasn't obsessed about the calorie count and how this affected my thin goal. No, I had connected with myself differently and decided that my happiest balanced life always included a sandwich and fries. Y'all, it's my favorite type of food. But that's what I needed. And me allowing that and creating space for that makes me feel like I'm able to operate in a more balanced and grounded way. So going back to your sheet, write all the things that you want to be a part of your most balanced life. What would that really look like? Then, of course, I'm going to have you not scratch anything off and take anything away, but I'm going to have you focus, sister. You need to focus because as much as we want to go and start the new workout regimen and 
completely change how we've been eating and completely change our morning routine and completely change how we're dressing for the office and how we're talking to ourselves. That's like a lot to do on a Monday morning when you haven't been doing any of those things. So let's start with one, maybe two. And be realistic, girl. Because honestly, what is more important is baby steps that you can consistently stick with for a longer period of time that actually become your life. And then you add in a new thing that becomes a baby step. And then you have your five priorities that you're like, okay, as long as every week I'm doing X, Y, and Z, I feel pretty grounded and I'm feeling really good because life is going to change and seasons are going to be difficult and busy and stressful. But what you can always come back to is the priorities that you've established and the lifestyle that you have consistently created over time. So add on after you've built success with that first thing or two, and that might take you a few months. It's okay. It's not a race. It's not a competition, but just focus in on those things. And if you have some time to add some others for the week, cool. But your focus is first, you want to move three days a week and you need to just get started there. And then after you've been doing that for three months and that really feels like part of your best grounded life, now you want to start implementing a morning routine. Great. Pick a few days a week where you know you consistently can show up that way. Don't even start with all seven. Y'all, I, I know I'm trying to like dumb it down, but don't start with a morning routine that has to be seven days a week. Start with a morning routine that might be just like the work weekdays or Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And then build up. I know you want to change everything in a snap, but you're not going to. You would have already done that if you could. So we need to reapproach this. So you have your priorities. You know what you're starting with. Awesome. I've already sort of bled into step three, like I did with step two, but you need to focus on consistency. This will help you feel more balanced even when life is crazy. And I know that like consistency and routine and self-discipline can sort of feel like counterintuitive to balance because balance you think of like very free flowing and oh, it just is and I just let it be. But no, no one is like super grounded and staying true to what's important without self-discipline, without consistency. So along with that, I'm going to say you need to learn to say no. So as you're focusing on this consistency, you have to create space to allow yourself to say no to the things that you know aren't important to you, but you've been feeling obligated to do anyways. There will be things that you have to do that you don't feel like doing. You have to just do it. There will be things where you're agreeing to do them because you feel like you should, they're sucking the life out of you, and they're not leaving the time for the stuff that's most important. And when you step back and you take stock of your life or your day or your week, and all you gave were to a whole bunch of things that ultimately didn't matter to you, and you didn't spend time doing the things that you really know would have meant a lot, you are not going to feel as accomplished as you could. So start saying no so that you can consistently show up for yourself. I know we want to take on a lot. I get it. Me too. But we have got to start learning to set boundaries with what doesn't need to be taking up our time. 
So that takes us to step number five, which I've already kind of touched on, like I've kind of touched on most of these sort of congruently along with each other. But you need to realize that life, your beautiful life, your full life is full of seasons. And since balance does not exist, it is going to constantly be shifting. And there will be times where work is really crazy and busy. There will be times where your kids are demanding a lot or your family or your friends. And what you have to do is go back to what are your priorities even in these seasons and maybe where can you give a little bit, but you're worth saying no to things that you need to protect. But being kind to yourself is really important through these different seasons, through these different lifestyles and chapters and all this stuff. You're going to want to be reevaluating. Okay, what does it look like for me now? Okay, what does grounded look like for me now? What does balance look like for me now? Constantly be having this conversation with yourself. It's important. You are going to be changing and growing. You're going to change a lot in the next six months. Have another conversation with yourself. Maybe you didn't make things a priority the way that you wanted to. Reevaluate why and start again. It is never too late to start creating the life that you ultimately want for yourself. It's never too late to start being kinder to your body. It's never too late to choose to prioritize yourself and your health and your joy. You can do that now. You just have to remember you're worth it. You just have to believe that you're worth it. Because if you don't, it's going to be really hard to say no. It's going to be really hard to prioritize. And it's going to be really hard to know what's actually important to you. So take some time to really work on understanding your worth. Take some time to get to know yourself and what actually is important to you, not what you think should be important to you. And start there and then build out. And hopefully at some point you'll look back and you'll see, wow, this life that I've worked so hard to create is wonderful and it's worth it and I'm worth it. And I cannot wait for that moment for you. I am hoping and believing that so much in for you right now. I just challenge you to do something today. Take an action today. Don't wait till tomorrow. Whether it's kind of focusing in on yourself, writing down all the priorities you want and picking one, where it's choosing to be more consistent in an area that you've already sort of started. Just choose something and go. You can do this. I know you can. I absolutely believe in you and I absolutely believe that you're worth it. I hope that this episode was not as depressing of realizing there wasn't balance, but that you realize that you could choose to be grounded in something more important instead. If you are loving these episodes and my podcast, I would really appreciate you taking a quick second to leave a review. You can do that wherever you listen to your podcast. It means so much. It allows me to continue to do this and to also spread and share this message to many other incredible women who also need to be hearing this. So share with your friends and family, 
leave a review. Let me know if there's something that you want to hear about next time. I'd love to give you a shout out and share that. And until the next episode, have an amazing day. Bye, y'all.